guys. Good morning, everybody. It's the great Michigan weekend here on News Talk 760 WJR. Jim Harper, Cam Carmen, our producer, Dave Rieger. And uh, we hope you are in the holiday spirit. There's so many things going on. We have quite a long list today. And just to run down a few, we have uh, Hanukkah on Ice at the Onyx Ice Arena in Rochester. Santa is going to be hanging out on the People Mover today. Oh, cool. Yeah, three to seven today. And uh, if you're looking for a pet, somebody to cuddle up with this winter, the No Buy Pet Expo is on at the Suburban Collection Showplace. Uh, I guess Dave's mom wanted, wanted yes. to take her uh, <laughs> yesterday, and uh, Dave was hoping she didn't end up coming home with a, <laughs> with a new dog. <laughs> uh, we'll find out more about that. And a number of other things going on, right? Uh, yeah, Santa is, is going to be very busy today. There's a 5K run walk in Northville, and that's this morning. Tchaikovsky's Sixth Symphony at Orchestra Hall is today, and the Great Lakes Comic Expo Holiday Show in Clinton Township. All right. We have a huge list to run down for you today, so stick mm -hmm. around. We also have trivia. We're going to be giving away some tickets to a fun holiday event for you and the whole family. Stick around for that. It's uh, tickets to see the Magic of Lights, which is the big light display at Pine Knob. And cool. the Queen of Christmas for Motown is not Mariah Carey. That would be Karen Newman. Yes, of course it's Karen. And Numi is going to be on our show this morning. Uh, yeah, that should be good. With, uh, yeah, love her. Michael King, who is her uh, kind of her, her co-host and partner for her big Christmas show. Coming up tonight, we'll tell you more about that in just a couple of minutes. But first, let's go to Dave Rieger, who has a rundown on what's going on in sports. And, of course, all the talk about tomorrow's big Lions game. And suddenly, it seems like the biggest problem in the world is cold weather in Chicago. Like, we've never seen this before. <laughs> like, no one's ever played in the cold. But uh, I guess yeah, they have right. something to write about. Dave, what do you got for us? Yeah, Jim, we're going to actually start in the NBA uh, before we get to the uh, Lions. The Detroit Pistons, they lost to the Orlando Magic last night, 123-91. to It was the Pistons' 19th straight loss. The Pistons are now two losses away from tying the longest overall streak in franchise history, which was 21 games set over the course of two seasons from March 3rd to October 22nd, 1980. And they're nine losses away from the NBA's worst losing, worst losing streak of 28 that was set by the Philadelphia 76ers over the course of two seasons from 2014-15 to the 15-16 and 16 season. You might remember they called that the process when they were tanking to try to get better draft picks. So the Pistons will return home for a game against the Indiana Pacers on Monday. And the Pacers, who are, are going to be facing the L.A. Lakers tonight, for the championship game of the inaugural in-season tournament. So the Pistons went the whole month of November and did not win one game. Yikes. And they don't. Ha their schedule does not look very promising moving toward the new year. So we're hoping that the Pistons can get a win in uh, and break this streak. Yeah, it's terrible. I mean, that many games in a row is that yeah. is that some kind of record? Well, that's what I mean. That's the thing. They're they're literally eight games away. They're they're they are um, you know nine games away from the the record of twenty eight in a row, which was set back by the Phillies by the Philadelphia Seventy uh, Sixers. 
So they, so they, and they were trying to lose. They were, they were trying to lose on purpose. So, okay. so you, yeah, it's, it, it's hard not to, to get a game here or there. So, um, Pistons need to get back on, uh, you know, they, I don't know what they really need to do. They do, they're just, they're young. They've got a new coach. It's just, a, it's just like a, a whole bunch of learning for the, yeah. uh, for the Pistons. But right boy, now. it was so promising before the season started. And, uh, I remember hearing, uh, an interview on WJR with, um, the, the coach talking about, they were, they were trying to borrow some uh, strategy from the lions. Yeah. Monty Williams. Right. Now they were very excited about what they had gone and he seemed to know an awful lot about all the strengths and challenges of the team. And boy, everybody was so high on, on, uh, there being a, a combination of a great football team, you know, a winning hockey team, and hopefully the Pistons back on the, back on right. track. So Didn't now, work out. Anyway. So now we're going to move over to the NFL and it's playoff time, uh, coming up. There's five games left in the season and the NFL, they've started to send out, the different playoff scenarios. And guess what? The Detroit Lions are right in the thick of things for this. And they're mm. going to continue this every week until the end of the season. So, so yeah. what, just like uh, like uh, scenarios where it's a possibility of Correct. this team versus that team? Correct. So, the, so the, the Lions are not at the point where they can clinch a playoff spot yet, okay. but they're close. But we do have the seedings right now. So as it stands right now, before Detroit's game with the Bears tomorrow, you've got seven teams that'll make the playoffs from each conference, okay? The, the top seed's going to get the bye, which is the Philadelphia Eagles, okay? If the playoffs were to start today, you would have the 49ers would play the Packers. Yes, the Packers are in. Mm. You'd have the Lions facing the Vikings, and you'd mm. have the Falcons facing the Cowboys. So the Lions are the three seed right now. They would like to get the one seed, which gives them a first-round bye and home field advantage throughout the whole playoffs. Right. So that can mm. still happen. Big game between Dallas and Philly Sunday night in Dallas, which could have um, – uh, which could make – let's say depending on if, if the Cowboys beat the Eagles and let's say the Niners, uh, they lose – then technically the Lions, if they win, could become the number one seed. So this is going to change week by week as we go through the last five weeks of the season here. It's a really exciting time to be uh, an NFL fan and a Detroit Lions fan. What's the line? Where's, uh, Can where's Kansas City fall in that? Kansas City is in the AFC, so they, oh, wouldn't, yeah. they wouldn't face anybody until, until it became the Super Bowl. So we're just, uh, so we're just concerned with the, uh, with the Lions uh, right now. Right. right okay. and what's, what's the line on tomorrow's game, Dave? The line on tomorrow's game, I'm going to look it up here real quick for you for the updated line. And the, the what they're worried about is uh, cold and wind and potential snow and all kinds of stuff uh, for tomorrow's game between the Lions and the Bears. And the Lions right now are a three-point favorite. Ah, uh, well, that tells you uh, <laughs> the bookies are – I don't know how they do it, but um, they're always – pretty right on and or pretty darn close so if they're if they're saying it's a three-point uh favorite kind of situation right it's gonna be that really game. that means it's going to be another back and forth yeah you know, mm -hmm. knockdown drag out um, thing but regarding the cold though i just yeah. wanted to point out that uh uh some of the players are saying i don't know what everybody is so worried about 
for example, uh, Jameson Williams said, cold weather doesn't slow us down. I mean, we've played cold weather before. Mm-hmm. It's not like that coming from Hawaii. Right. That, that guy, that, that quote coming from a guy who played college in Alabama. Okay. <laughs> all right. well. Yeah. All right. But yeah, still, I, I, I think uh, all the things you could look at, why are we focusing on the weather? I mean, let's talk about because the Lions are an indoor team and the and that's why. And the Lions and the Lions play really good at home, and so uh, that's why that's why they that's why this home field advantage for the playoffs means so much to them, and also uh, a first round bike because people in Detroit are convinced if the playoffs go through Ford Field, that might be the best route that the Lions can go to get to where they're where they want to get to, which would be the Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. Well, if we've learned one thing this season, it's that you can't count on anything to be a hundred percent or a you know hundred percent trajectory things are so back and forth and yes you're right man, talk about it. it's not over till it's over uh correct but oh no uh in some good news uh for jim nhl wings they're coming uh, they're welcoming the ottawa senators to lca tonight 7 p.m the wings are currently in third place in the atlantic division only yes. five points behind first place boston and only two points behind second place uh florida yeah, I like it when they're in this spot where they're quietly, you know, really strong and gaining strength. There's not a, you know, they're not out in front where everybody's paying attention. They're just kind of in there winning the important games right. and uh, really yeah. playing good hockey. They it's are. fun to watch. And uh, last thing I have for you, Heisman Trophy tonight. Four finalists, Jaden Daniels, QB LSU, Michael Penix Jr., the QB of Washington, Bo Nix, the quarterback from Oregon, and Mar- Marvin Harrison Jr., the wide receiver from Ohio State. Uh, Jaden uh, Daniels is the favorite to win the Heisman Trophy tonight in New York. All right, but the most important prediction has got to come from Cam because she knows more about football than any of us. What do you think about (laughs) tomorrow's game, Cam? I am going to be nervous because, um, I mean, I hate to say it, but when you do, if there is a big, big, fat snowstorm and there's wind, it's anybody's, you know, it's anybody's game. If the snow's covering the yard lines, if the wind makes the ball flop around, I'm nervous. <laughs> is there well, supposed to be a snowstorm? I don't know. You, we, you know, if it's, it's just it's, cold, you know, it's Chicago. Here's going to be the big thing is the wind, because you know yeah. that you know that stadium is yeah. like a, a big wind tunnel there in Chicago. So that's going to be the big thing. Um, but you, the Chicago gave Detroit a hell of a game a couple weeks back at Ford Field. I know. So. Yeah, they- they definitely did, and, and we know the defense doesn't do well against a, a running quarterback like Justin Fields. So we'll see what happens. And we thought the Green Bay was a was a slam dunk, and it certainly was not. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, Green Bay. Yeah. By the way, you've got three NFC North teams if the playoffs ended today that are in the playoffs: the Lions, the Vikings, and the Packers. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's remarkable. So just uh, keep in mind, everybody, uh, both teams have to play in this cold and in this wind. And, that's so it's a, not, and Jim, it's you make not, a, you make a great point. You know, it's it, it's going to affect both teams. And they do change field position. So if you've got an advantage or a disadvantage, it does equal out. So we'll just uh, be rooting for our guys. We're going to take a break and come right back. Coming up next, Cam tells us millennials are turning into baby boomers. Is that possible? <laughs> we'll discuss next when the Great Michigan Weekend continues here on News Talk 760 WJR. Hey, if you're looking for fun things to do with the whole family, the Detroit Opera Resident Artist Series, the seasonal serenade is going on at the War Memorial in Gross Point. You've got Heritage Christmas Market in Frankenmuth and Karen Newman's Motor City Christmas. 
at the Roxy in Rochester. We're going to be talking with Karen in just a little bit. And there are yeah, other things going on too, right? I, I have not heard from Karen in a long time, but can't wait. Yeah, you know, Michael Bolton will be at the Silver Creek Event Center in New Buffalo. What? Little Scrooge. Yeah, Michael Bolton. That's pretty cool. Yeah, he's he's gotten rid of the long hair. He looks, uh, yeah, he's aged very well. Okay. Um, right. Little Scrooge will be playing at the Flint Youth Theater. Wait, and story what, what is Little Scrooge? Does anybody know? <laughs> is that like a rapper? <laughs> I'm assuming it's a <laughs> child version of a Christmas uh, carol oh, or a, okay. uh, like when Scrooge the Dickens like story. Yeah. yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, and story story time with Santa at the community house in Birmingham. Okay. Uh, hey, if you were part of the uh, Mitch album uh, telethon, the, the big radiothon he did the other day, it just thank you very much for donating. Man, they had record donations. Mm -hmm. It was an excellent day. And I also want to acknowledge all the on-air as well as the off-air people. Uh, people like our producer Dave put in 18 hours yeah. on that day to make that happen. A lot of folks behind the scenes. Uh, that certainly deserve a lot of credit. Ray Templin and all of our uh, different people, producers and engineers, and uh, of course the staff. So thank you everybody for donating. That was really cool. All right, let's talk about millennials becoming more like baby boomers. Is that yeah. right? <laughs> you know, uh, often people our age, we complain about those dang millennials. They're just, you know, cruising through life. They're just privileged. They're blah, blah, blah. But uh, there's a new study that says uh, millennials are becoming more like us, us being baby boomers. Here's some things they just don't like anymore. They don't like staying out late. <laughs> Most of them say they're they're in their pajamas by 10. Which okay. Is, yes. <laughs> they um, do not go. They don't go as much to live loud concerts anymore as they used to. Really? I'm, I'm right in line with that. I can't I can't go to concerts anymore. They're just too. Oh. No, too uh, crowded we yeah we don't go either if uh <laughs> if somebody calls with tickets you know you, you know you're over the hill when you say your first question is uh where's the parking right you know and then right. also uh, can we leave early mm -hmm. so we can beat traffic mm -hmm. um, millennials are not getting drunk as often so you don't see those, uh, you know, <laughs> those uh, sloppy kids in the street when they just get out of the bar as right. much anymore. Yeah. Um, they don't drink pop or Coke or soda, whatever you, you guys don't? call it now. No, not as much. Um, pop, you know, yeah. No Mountain Dew as much. Not none, but yeah. Um, they don't go to amusement parks as they used to, as much as they used to. Okay. Which... So they're, they're not heading down to Florida. Right. Right. Or even Cedar Point, as much okay. as they used to. They find teenagers are very annoying to them now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it Welcome comes around and goes around. Yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly. Uh, so millennials, uh, some of the millennials, I guess, on the, you know, I think it's a 10-year period of being in one of these groups, I guess would be late 20s, early 30s? Um, no, I think, so let's see, millennials are after Gen X. Dave is right. Gen X, right? Right. Or Y. I can't remember. I can't but keep them Yeah, I think they're like the hipster kind of like um, Starbucks workers with the man buns, you know, like the kind of 
Okay. Kind of just easy going. Hey, like first generation millennials. Right. Yeah, the hipster doofus guy. Right. Yeah. Yes. The hemp man purse. And correct. Flip flops in December. Yeah, that's yes, correct. Okay. Yes. So yeah, they uh, they're becoming just like us. So now we have another my my kids Gen Z era to to jump on and. Have you seen this behavior change with your own kids? Are they less well, active? One of the things is uh, that millennials don't want to do is they don't want to drive anymore. And my daughter is 22 and she still does not drive. She doesn't that want is, to. That is interesting. I've, I've picked up on that a lot. Uh, mm -hmm. You talk to kids, they turn 16, they uh, got their permit and now they have their license and you, and you say to them, boy, are you all excited about driving? Are you going to be getting a car? I don't know. Yeah, I, I don't really like driving that much. It, that is <laughs> remarkable because for us, it was the ultimate escape. It was freedom. 16th birthday. Yeah. Got that license at nine o'clock in the morning and I was free <laughs> oh, same here. to be I, me. I actually paid for driver's ed from an outside company during mm -hmm. the summertime because I couldn't wait till fall to take driver's ed in school. Right. So See? I took a private course, so I was way ahead of everybody. And, <laughs> See? Yeah. yeah, I don't I don't get it. Some of them just, you know, kids these days, but they, they also don't like to go to, they don't eat fast food as much. They don't? Millennials. No, they're like into that cooking and that organic stuff usually, but they, yeah, they mm -hmm. won't. Yeah, my kids still eat fast food all the time, but. I thought they were all about the DoorDash and the Uber That's Eats. That's what I thought. Mm -hmm. wow. All right. Yeah. Well, welcome to the club. Right, you kids. <laughs> yeah. Wait till you get to the point where you uh, start making decisions about what food you eat based on whether or not you have any antacid. <laughs> hey, if you're looking for fun things to do this weekend, Doja Cat is at Little Caesars Arena. I'm <laughs> smiling. You're a fan, aren't you? <laughs> it's a little the, out there. <laughs> it's a Jingle Bell Bash in downtown Dearborn. Holiday hoopla and tree lighting in Waterford. And the Canterbury Holiday Dinosaur Wonderland in Lake Orion. So a little bit of everything going on out there in Lake Orion. Yeah, that would be cool. Uh, Brian McKnight is playing his hits for the holidays at the Soundboard Theater in Detroit. There is a holiday organ concert at the Senate Theater, also in Detroit, and the Michigan State Thespian Festival hmm. is taking place in Lansing. All right. Uh, well, apparently, it, and I've never heard of this before, but it, a lot of it makes sense. Apparently, the most popular day of the year for people to break up, and this would mostly be dating people, not married people, mm -hmm. but it could affect married couples, too. The most popular day for a breakup of the entire year is coming up Monday, December 11th. <laughs> it is. So, Mark your calendars. <laughs> if you are worried, uh, maybe hide out so that, that your, your, your significant other can't find you and break up with you, kind of like George Costanza used to do on right. Seinfeld. Uh, if you make it past Monday, you're probably going to be okay through the end of the year. So originally when this story popped up, I thought, okay, well, I wonder why this is. Well, it makes sense. You wouldn't want, if you had any kind of uh, compassion, you wouldn't want to break up with somebody a couple days before Christmas mm -hmm. or yeah. the day after Christmas, because then 
they would be saying, well, wait a minute. When we went to your folks' house for dinner and uh, th- you were faking it or you knew this uh-huh. was going So out of a common courtesy and sensitivity as a human being, you wouldn't want to drag somebody along. Okay. Right. And then also I was thinking, well, maybe it's uh, you don't want to exchange gifts if you're going to be breaking up. Mm-hmm. Maybe those were Especially- some of the... Yeah. Yeah. If you don't want to, if you don't have anything special for that person because you don't really feel that anymore. And then, exactly. or even like, you know, the office party, like you don't want to make a commitment and <laughs> bring somebody to the office party if you're going to break up with them. Exactly. <laughs> but those reasons I just stated are in there somewhere, but they're not the main reasons. The main oh. reasons people break up by, by the 11th is kind of like a combination. We've talked about this with you stress and anxiety Mm -hmm. over the holiday period itself can move some people to the point where they say, Oh, I can't handle this. It's it's like a giant cloud over me following me. I got a million things to do. I can't sleep. Uh, It's making it terrible. I've got, you know, uh, bad memories or anniversaries coming Mm -hmm. up of bad things. And you know what, on top of all that, I'm not feeling it anymore. So, they might mm-hmm. want to break or break up because the stress is forcing them to take a real good look at their relationship. Does this make sense to you? Yeah, it totally makes sense. Really? Yes. Yeah. I mean, it's this time of year for kids. It's awesome for adults. It kind of pretty much, <laughs> I don't want to say, but yeah, you know, <laughs> <laughs> I know what you're for, trying to say. And yeah. even on a, you know, even for a lot of people, and who aren't in a you know semi bad relationship? It's hard. So, imagine the stress of that too. I yeah, I think yeah. it's a yeah. So you, your, you understand that you understand that thinking. So if some like uh, if you were in a relationship right now and it, it wasn't perfect or you didn't find the person to be ex- extremely supportive or understanding, mm-hmm. and you were constantly saying, "Oh boy, I got to do this by tomorrow. I got to find a flat box for this gift," uh, you know. <laughs> I don't have my tree up yet. Uh, oh boy, we got a we got a party with friends, and I'm not prepared. And I got to get food, and then they're not helping or they're not mm-hmm. understanding. You might say, you know what? Uh, I don't need this. It's it's uh, not yeah. helping. I'm going to pull the plug. I'm kicking you to the curb. Yeah, <laughs> with oh, the uh, wrapping paper shards. <laughs> get out. Yeah. I'm surprised it's the 11th, you know, I mean, in terms of being courtesy, you know, a courteous and uh, sensitive, that's a little close to Christmas. I think. It is. Yeah, it is. And it's, what is it, a Monday? Yeah, it's Monday. It's coming Monday. <laughs> I wonder so, what the significance of that is. Uh, I don't know. It's just December 11th. They figured it out mathematically. Mm-hmm. By okay. the 11th, if, if somebody hasn't dumped you by the 11th, you should be okay. <laughs> <laughs> until at least new year's valentine's day, day. <laughs> and, then it, and then it's wide open anything could happen yeah. after the first of the year but a lot of people also consider uh saying okay you know what i i don't like my life right now i don't like all this stress uh this relationship is okay but i don't i'm not it's not meeting my needs i'm gonna do a fresh slate for the new year so i want out now mm-hmm I mean, you know, rather than drag someone through the, you know, through the, 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 you know, re- regime of meeting the parents or seeing the parents or getting a tap more attached to the family, I'd rather cut it now. 
<laughs> cut bait and run. Yes. <laughs> All right. Well, I guess it makes it makes sense. It's just uh, it's kind of sad because you'd you'd hate to to if you were in the position of getting dumped. Mm-hmm. I would think, and maybe this is just me, but I would instantly start analyzing and go, "Wow, I wonder when this really happened in their mind. Did it was it at Thanksgiving?" Right. Um, was it at the end of summer and they just didn't want to hurt my feelings? Right. That, that, that would be a drag. Yeah, that, would be, that, that would be hurtful. Kind of stuff that would go through your mind, you know? Mm-hmm. And then the worst yeah. thing is if you've ever been in a situation where you do break up with somebody and then they say, hey, you know what? I know we broke up, but uh, I've got my company Christmas party on Friday. Uh, will you please go with me? Because I, I don't want to be embarrassed and show up alone. If you agree to do that, that's, I guess, kind of you, but man, that's going to be awkward. Yeah, very. Yeah. yeah. I don't, I'd say no. <laughs> Just no. no. <laughs> yeah. Even if I was the dumpy. <laughs> no. Okay. You would say no. Have you ever ghosted somebody? Have you ever just like disappeared? No, I don't do that. Yeah. No. I've, I don't. I, I mean, think... maybe when I was in college, <laughs> but. Okay. But yeah, nowadays, no. that's a real thing, you know, where somebody. Mm-hmm uh ghosts somebody in fact it's so bad with uh i think with millennials mostly uh people in business are saying that these young people will ghost a job i know just don't show up they'll have a job for three months and then they won't come in on monday Mm -hmm. and then they won't answer the phone they won't answer emails they won't answer texts because the person that wanted out just splits yeah and then in some cases where i've i've seen that the boss takes them back it's because there's, you know, a lot of there, there's such a shortage of right. workers right now. It's like, okay, wow. this is your last chance, but they, yeah, they just don't show. They don't, well, they don't care. I know I sound like an old geezer when I talk this way, but it, it, uh, it defies explanation how after all these years, we have this tremendous form of communication called the internet and all this technology <laughs> and you can instantly text somebody or email somebody or call them or you know, uh, FaceTime or video chat. And at the same time, while all that's available, we have become less and less communicative. You know? Isn't that interesting? Yeah. Isn't that amazing? Yeah, I don't understand it. But... I mean, all it takes, if, if you want to say, I'm going to call in sick, all you have to do is call them and call in sick. You don't have to and, just not show up. Right. And <laughs> if you don't want to work there anymore, you know, right. man up and, and have a meeting and say, look, this isn't, uh, this isn't cutting it for me and I want to mm-hmm. leave, but I want to be fair. So I'll put in my two weeks and, right. um, you know, maybe they want to talk about, well, what's not working. We, maybe we can make some adjustments, but to, right. to ghost somebody is really kind of immature. I know it's yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not answering my phone for a month. Right. All right. Uh, so if you're worried about getting dumped, lay low for the next couple of days, and then uh, Tuesday morning <laughs> you'll be okay. We're going to take a break and come back. We've got trivia for you, and we're going to take a look at the red carpet report. What's going on in showbiz land? Man, there's some hot gossip. Next, mm-hmm. on the Great Michigan Weekend here on News Talk 760 WJR. Hey, gang, a little reminder to download the WJR app because you can stream... You know, you can always stream at WJR.com. I know a lot of people do that, but we also have an app that makes it even easier. And there's all kinds of cool stuff on there. And Alexa, Google Home, all that works with WJR and the new app and streaming through WJR.com. All right, let's do a little trivia here. Giveaway tickets to Magic of Lights, the dazzling drive-through display. 
big light show at Pine Knob happening through December 30th. This is a prize value at $22.50, and it's really a great show. A lot of LED technology. The kids will love it. And we're going to ask a trivia question here and have you call in, and we'll give away a couple of pairs of tickets. In the movie Home Alone, where were the McAllisters going on vacation when they left poor Kevin behind? <laughs> Come on. Worst parents ever. Uh, <laughs> Where were the, the McAllisters heading on vacation when they left Kevin behind? If you think you know, 1-800-859-0957. That's 1-800-859-0WJR. And good luck. All right. In showbiz land, wow, there's all kinds of juicy gossip going on. How about this one? The weirdest dating couple that you could imagine all of a sudden, out of nowhere, this week it, it uh, showed up on the web that Kevin Costner seems to be dating Jewel. Jewel. <laughs> I know. How did what those is... two get together and what could they possibly have in common? What in the world? I saw that too. And I, you know, I saw photos of, of her sitting on his lap and she was at some event. She was, uh, they were at Richard Branson's Island for whatever reason. <laughs> okay. <laughs> but yeah, what an odd couple. Hey, if they're happy, that's great. I just, uh, how did that happen? And how did they even meet? And how did they, yeah, didn't even know uh, they were in the same circles. But yeah, yeah. You, wouldn't, you wouldn't think those two would ever run into each other. Uh, also, in terms of uh, juicy gossip, remember the Good Morning America hosts TJ Holmes and Amy Robach ended, mm -hmm. up, ended up dating each other. Right. They had an affair and right. flirted on camera and nah, yeah, left their spouses. Hot, juicy morning TV scandal. Well, how about this? Apparently, both of their exes are now hooked up. No way. Yeah, they bonded over the experience of being cheated on. So now, both of their exes, TJ's and Amy's exes, are dating each other. They've grown very close and uh, have been together for about six months. Oh, my gosh. That's so very uh, Shania Twain-ish. Yeah. <laughs> Shania Twain. And some, some sad news about a great American actor that we love for years. Yeah, Ryan O'Neill, age 82, um, passed away yesterday. It's weird because I didn't see much on the news about it, but he was an enormous star. He was in Love Story. Oh. He was in you know a bunch of different things. He had uh, his partner was... Farrah Fawcett, and they were together in a tumultuous relationship. He was brokenhearted when she died. He's had, you know, um, a lot of family issues, tons. I right. actually did see the, um, there was a, a reality series with Tatum O'Neill and Ryan O'Neill, and, and it was awful. He just was not painted as a very good guy at all. But he's still, he was still a great actor. He was, and people don't realize, uh, I looked this up. Because there was a story about it the other day after he passed away. He is personally responsible for the boy's name Ryan becoming one of the most popular baby names in America for the last 40 years. I'll bet that's 100% correct. There, yeah. weren't, there weren't a lot of Ryans before Ryan yeah. O'Neill. And then when, when Love Story sense. came out, uh, that was just such a runaway smash. Mm hmm he rose to prominence and then Paper Moon and a whole bunch of other things. And yeah, and Tatum O'Neill was, I think, the youngest Oscar winner ever yeah, in Paper right. Moon with him. 
All right. Uh, some also some scary news. Derek Ho uh, revealed uh, Thursday that his wife Haley Ebert was rushed to the hospital after suffering a cranial hematoma while on their uh, latest dancing tour. So she was in the hospital. She's apparently in stable condition now, but that's scary stuff. Yeah, that's she's. They're both extremely talented dancers. Oh. And I saw one interview where, you know, someone said, is it because she moves around so much? Her head is always in different positions. I mean, could that have triggered some, you know, kind of brain disease? And they really don't know, but they said it's possible. Wow. So uh, we wish her well. This is kind of interesting. Uh, Rocky, of course, is such a big, iconic hero in the city of Philadelphia. Mm -hmm. They actually had the uh, big Rocky Day this week. Thousands gathered, of course, around the library steps of uh, the hometown of Rocky Balboa to celebrate. And Sly was there. You know, he's everywhere these days. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Uh, so now every year they're going to do it on December 3rd, which is the date Rocky was first released. Oh, is it? Okay. So, Okay. Uh, Going up those stairs has now become, because of the movie, of course, if you're course, in Philly yeah. as a tourist, you're going to try to run those steps, which is not easy. Right. Like yeah. like the Spanish steps in Italy. It's like that iconic. Yes. <laughs> you know? uh, this is kind of weird. You know, uh, Taylor Sheridan, the guy who writes and produces all those shows like mm -hmm. Yellowstone, Taylor mm -hmm. Sheridan, the guy behind the scenes, uh, he is suing Cole Hauser, who plays Rip. Mm-hmm. He's suing Rip because uh, Rip came out with his own brand of coffee. And Taylor what? Sheridan says his uh, Rip's coffee stole my logo. Oh, really? From uh, one of my products. So I'm suing him. So I don't know how that's going to work oh. on the show. Have you seen the logos? Are they? No, I haven't. Oh, I, weird. Gonna, I'm going to look that up, though. So, yeah. Wow. Weird stuff happening there and of course uh kevin costner leaving yellowstone i mean uh, wow you know they had all yeah. that success and then he had like four or five spin-off shows that have mm -hmm. all been, almost all of them have been extremely successful right uh but then now they're uh, plagued with all kinds of problems so yeah yikes yeah and hey, uh, one more if one. i might add yeah. <laughs> our uh, our our pal gary from the golden bachelor oh yeah <laughs> Not really our pal anymore because he's turning out to be kind of a dud. But his father, who was <laughs> 92, who Gary never brought up during the show, uh, his father says he he doesn't think Gary made the right choice in picking Teresa. Really? His fiance. Yeah. He, um, I don't know where he lives. I don't know what kind of um, relationship they have. But he just, he said he watched the show and he's just not. He doesn't think she was the one. He thought Leslie, the second place person, was girl. Oh, that show. <laughs> 92. 92, and he's got to pop up and say, uh, <laughs> my adult son, who's 72, yes. should have known better. Yeah. You know, have you noticed on the web, every time they do a story on The Golden Bachelor and how that wrapped up, they show that same picture of Teresa mm -hmm. uh, wearing that split uh, up the side gown. Yep. With one leg extended. Yes. Yes. That's the only, <laughs> that's the only photo they use now. Mm -hmm. Yeah. She's, yeah. I never. You I weren't a fan of that choice either. No, I thought she was going to go out in the first round. I didn't get it. I didn't get her. And then she started a fight with Kathy, one of the other ones I didn't like. 
and Jerry, Gary totally, totally sided with Teresa. Mm -hmm. This is Teresa just kept blabbing and blabbing. Oh, our great was our date was so great. And this is and the other contestants were like, shut up. Just keep it to yourself. <laughs> we don't well, want to know that. <laughs> there's more drama coming because, of course, when they ended the show, The Golden Bachelor, they announced that uh, Gary and Teresa would be getting married and that they would broadcast it live. Yeah. So now the TV people who love all this kind of drama are going to be right in the thick of it to see, well, will the wedding take place? Will right. either one of them get cold feet? You know, Right. Will, because, will, somebody, uh... will somebody stand up when the preacher says, does anybody here object? <laughs> yeah, yeah, because they kept saying, "You, this is nothing like you've ever seen on The Bachelor. And we didn't see that. So it's like, okay, are you teasing it forward and to say this is about the wedding? Like something could happen. Right. I doubt it. They just, no. they hype everything. And yeah. it's just going to be an average, you know, I do, I do, bye. <laughs> well, it's not over till it's over. So we'll follow right. that. We're going to take a break, bring you up to date on what's happening with news, traffic, and weather, and then more of the Great Michigan Weekend next hour here on News Talk 760 WJR. Welcome back and happy Saturday, everybody. Many things going on around the state this weekend. You've got wild lights at the Detroit Zoo, Glenmore or uh, Glenlore Trails, I should say, Glenlore Trails in Aurora in Commerce Township, the Holiday Walk at Meadowbrook Hall, and over in Gross Point, they've got Home for the Holidays at the Ford House. And also Frozen is playing at the Detroit Opera House. That looks phenomenal. A Candlelit Christmas on Beaver Island. The Hip Hop Nutcracker at the Fisher Theater, which I would stand in line for hours to see. That would be I think great. That would be so cool. And Winterfest in East Lansing. Okay, so many things going on around this time of year. And of course, a uh, big salute and a thank you to all the folks listening, all the folks in town who do some kind of charity work. Boy, mm -hmm. there's just so many. Every time you're on Facebook or uh, Twitter, you see uh, different projects that people are doing. They get their kids involved. They get their schools or their companies. And uh, it's really good to see people pulling together like that around this time Absolutely. of year. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Hey, last hour we asked a trivia question and gave away tickets to The Magic of Lights at Pine Knob. The question was, in the movie Home Alone, where were the McAllisters going on vacation when they left Kevin behind? Do you remember the answer? I don't. Paris. Chicago. Oh, Paris. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I was going to say Chicago. <laughs> yeah, they were on the they were in Europe when they finally figured out uh poor Kevin was not on the plane. Great parenting job. Uh, right. But, uh, <laughs> huge movie and always fun to watch. Yeah, always. All right. It's eight after nine. Lots to talk about this hour. We've got Karen Newman. Her big show at the Roxy is coming right up. And we'll talk to Karen about that. And uh, being the queen of Motown Christmas, we always love talking <laughs> with Karen. And she's been a good friend of the show for a long, long time. In fact, I was texting her last night. She was actually at a uh, minor league or uh, beer league hockey game singing the national anthem mm. <laughs> in this small ice rink. Oh, that's and so cool. Yeah. That's, that's the kind of person she is. She is she's, so great. She's sweet. All right, let's find out what's going on in sports. Dave Rieger is here to tell us uh, what is going on and what we can expect from the Lions tomorrow. Dave? 
All right, well, first we're going to start on the NBA. Uh, Detroit Pistons, they lose to the Orlando Magic last night, 123-91. It was the Pistons' 19th straight loss. The Pistons are now two losses away from tying the longest overall losing streak in franchise history, which was 21 games set over the course of two seasons back in 1980. And they are nine losses away from the NBA's worst losing streak of 28, and that was set by the Philadelphia 76ers over the course or over the course of two seasons back in the 15-16 season. But back then, the Sixers were trying to lose on purpose, if you remember, to get a better draft pick. Uh, they called it the process. So the Pistons are going to return home for a game against the Indiana Pacers on Monday. And the Pacers, they're facing off against the Lakers tonight for the championship game of the inaugural in-seasons tournament, which has been going on in the NBA. So hopefully the Pistons can get it together. They're battling various injuries. They're battling um, just a cohesiveness with a new coach and a lot of young players. So hopefully they didn't win a game for the whole month of November. Hopefully they will get a win before the new year, but their schedule looks pretty tough moving forward. Now moving on to the NFL. Well, Jim, as you know, five weeks left in the NFL season. It's playoff time. The NFL is starting to send out its playoff scenarios. So every week could change things. And the Detroit Lions, they are right in the middle of it all. If the playoffs started today, the Detroit Lions would have a home game and face off against, of all teams, the Minnesota Vikings. Mm. Believe it or not. Mm -hmm. There's seven seeds and seven teams make the playoffs. The number one seed gets a bye. And then you have, like, you know, two versus seven, three versus six, four versus five. So this is going to change week to week. Detroit is right now the number three seed. What they want to get is the number one seed because then you get a first round by and then the playoffs have to go through Ford Field. You get home field advantage. So you've got Philly and Dallas tomorrow night, and then you've got San Francisco playing tomorrow. Technically, at least for one week, if San Francisco lost and also Philadelphia lost, the Lions could move up from the three seed to the one seed at least for one week. So And, and, the, and the, of course, the Lions have to beat the Bears tomorrow in Chicago. Right. So uh, we'll we'll see what happens. It's it's very exciting. Usually the Lions are not in this position to be talking <laughs> about playoff scenarios. Not even close. <laughs> no, normally, it's been a while. <laughs> it's been a while. You know, it's funny. Uh, after last week's game, and and boy, so many of us thought, "Oh, this is terrible." Because uh, you know, all of a sudden that third quarter slump. Yeah. Man, mm-hmm. it was like it was like it was like they kidnapped the yeah. team and brought in you know, a whole new team to go up against the Lions uh, mm-hmm. at the start of the second half. And it, it was like, boy, they can't do anything wrong. They marched down the field twice for touchdowns. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it's never over, especially with uh, Jared Goff. It, it's just never over right. until there's no time left on the clock, which <laughs> uh, just brings me to this point. I was watching uh, Jeopardy with Lynn, I think it was Wednesday night, and one of the contestants – you know, when they talk to them and find out a little bit about them, uh, 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 Jennings, um, Ken Jennings said, Hey, we understand you became friends with Aaron Rodgers when he was hosting the show. And the guy mm-hmm. said, yeah, uh, Aaron Rodgers and I are friends now. And we talk every week and, uh, Aaron Rodgers told me the team to watch the King of the NFC North this year is the Detroit lions. Mm-hmm. Coming from Aaron Rodgers, that is something. Yeah. 
And just yeah. out of the blue, there was, you know, there was no agenda. There was, it wasn't a yeah. sports interview. It was just, uh, and this guy wasn't from Detroit either. Right. So. Right. Well, it's going to be hard for the Lions to 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 lose the NFC North. I think they're up three games with five games to go. So, but they do have but they do have three games. Three of their last five games are against NFC North opponents, starting with Chicago. Then they have two against Minnesota. So, and then the Green Bay is still in the mix too. I mean, it's 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 uh it's crazy. It's like Jim said uh, last hour. Uh, it's not over till it's over. So mm-hmm. it's right. going to go down to the end. Well, I love uh, Coach Campbell was talking last week uh, right after the game, and it was one of those things where he gives a speech to the team, but you know it's being taped, and we're all seeing it. Mm-hmm. You know, so so the, there's a message there for us as well. And when he was talking about, hey, I know everybody's all upset and worried, and you know we have this weakness, and we need to fix this, and that, but we live for this. This is this is great football. And uh, this doesn't phase us, you know, this scary, close game stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I think that's important to remember going forward. And <laughs> you see, if you're watching the game and you have your phone up and you're on Facebook, you can see how people are like, oh, we've got this. Oh, my God, they're doing so well. Mm-hmm. And then the minute it gets tough, people start bailing. Because we're trained. I mean, I, that's just that's what they've always done. I think <laughs> this is uncharted territory. Lions haven't been nine and three since the 60s. Right. So nobody mm-hmm. knows nobody knows how to react to this because <laughs> mm-hmm. we've never been in we haven't been in this situation in so long. It's been 30 years since they had a home playoff game. Yeah. So it's, it's gonna not, be uh it's gonna be very interesting. It is um, uncharted territory. Yeah, moving quickly over to the NHL, Jim, your wings are welcoming the Ottawa Senators tonight to LCA. They're currently in third place uh, in the Atlantic Division, five points behind first place Bruins and only two points behind second place Florida. So the Wings playing well. What are your thoughts on the newest Red Wing, uh, Mr. Patrick Kane? I think it's going to be great. I think it's going to be a really fine addition to the team, and uh, it's exactly what we need right now. Yeah, he almost had a goal in, the, in his first game. He hit the post, I saw. In, uh, yeah. in that, and that, that was a weird loss that they had to the Sharks. Uh, the other night, so hopefully they get back on track tonight. And then tonight, also uh, college football Heisman Trophy, four finalists: Jaden Daniels, the favorite quarterback out of LSU; Michael Penix Jr., quarterback from Washington; Bo Nix, the quarterback from Oregon; and Marvin Harrison Jr., the wide receiver from Ohio State. All right, we're gonna take a break. Come back with the one and only Karen Newman, our own Queen of Christmas here in Motown. Next, when the Great Michigan Weekend continues on News Talk 760 WJR. Welcome back, everybody. Happy Saturday as we get closer and closer to the big holidays. There are so many things you can do with the family. Grab the kids, the grandkids, and head out for the Rocky Mountain Christmas Show. That's a John Denver tribute at the Howell Opera House. Kenny G is at the Soaring Eagle Casino and Resort in Mount Pleasant. Handcrafters Tinsel and Treasures Holiday Market in Labonia. And Christmas Story, the musical, is at the McMorrin Place Theater in Port Huron. Yep, and A Christmas Carol is at Meadowbrook Theater, and that's in Rochester. Dearborn Holiday Choral Festival, and that's at the Michael Guido Theater. And Holiday Pops Midland Center for the Arts in Midland. And one more, Christmas in the City at the Louis G. Kaufman Auditorium. And that's in Marquette if you're taking a road trip today. 
and the big, big show that we're all very excited about. Karen Newman back for Christmas. Her Motor City Christmas show is at the Roxy this year in Rochester. And we've got Karen Newman and Michael King, who's also a big part of this show, on with us now on the Great Michigan Weekend. Good morning, guys. Hi, good morning. Hi, hi, hi Kim. Hey. Hi. Good to hear yeah, good from morning. both of you. We're so excited to have you on the show. Uh, Karen, uh, just, you know, as summer wraps up, we're all kind of looking out for news about your big holiday show. And now we find that you're going to be at the Roxy. Give us the details on the show, first of all. Well, you know, the show's coming up tonight. At uh, show's at 8 o'clock. There are still some seats available. And you just go online to the Roxy Rochester com to get some tickets um there's not that many tickets left so call ahead all my rochester falcons you know i grad i didn't graduate from rochester but i did go to most of my schooling in rochester so it's kind of my hometown I'm all right for my rochester falcons to come on out um but yeah it's right downtown what a great venue um our show is going to be high energy and you know just just something, just you haven't heard music, Christmas music really done in the way that we do it. It's very original. Michael is such a talented arranger and writer, some originals, and then our, his arrangements of, of the favorites, you know, it, it just kind of puts a new twist on things. Well, Karen, I mean, you and I go way, way back, and you have just yeah, still maintained, <laughs> we have, you have just maintained your career like all this time and you just still sound as great as ever. Kim, thank you. <laughs> my gosh, you're my favorite. Thank you. <laughs> um, you know, it, it's funny how how my career has just taken on this kind of twofold thing. So the Red Wings, of course, for many years and then um, singing the anthem for them. But then this Christmas music just sort of took off. But, you know, Jim, you're really to blame for this <laughs> because you're the one. You are the one who broke Christmas Eve on Woodward Avenue, that original Christmas song that um, that really, really just kind of what became a favorite through, you know, throughout the city. And um, you're the one that put that on the air. You're the first you one that really story, talked about Jim? that song. Wow. wow. We love that song. It's so <laughs> it much a fun. great song. And uh, yeah. now that... Now that you put it in our heads again, everybody's going to be singing it uh, from now until Christmas time. And uh, Cam, you had one more question? Yeah, Karen, I just can't help but ask about how your twins are. Mine are exactly a year older than yours. How are they yeah. doing? They're doing really well. They're they're 21 now. Can you believe it? Um, and they are, they're, I know, right, Cam? And they're, they're both uh, at U of M. Uh, Kylie switched from Oakland over to U of M uh, midway through. So they're, they're both, you know, really doing well. They're, they're finding their way. They're becoming these great young adults and, you know, lots of opinions and all that kind of stuff. That's oh, yeah. Happen. But they're, I, couldn't, <laughs> do, I couldn't be prouder of both of them. I really, I'm, I'm very, very blessed. Do either of them have your musical talent? You know, my daughter, she's kind of a metalhead, which I'm really kind of digging. She's taking <laughs> lessons with, she's, she's actually taking guitar lessons with Michael King, and he's been a great mentor to her. Um, but she plays electric guitar, and she also plays violin. Um, my son, he he's not pursuing anything musically, but man, does he have really good taste. Really mm. good taste in music. Mm -hmm. And he, he right. shares all these great eclectic things with me. So, you know, I think so far that's what we're seeing. So I don't think anybody's no. going to follow in my footsteps, but 
I, I love that they have a great appreciation and love for music. And of course, Michael King, it's so nice to connect with you again, buddy. We were uh, introduced back in the 80s when you and Liz Laren had a group called Rebel Heels. And, yeah. uh, and we, we used to play a song that you guys did that I still play. It's on my iPod called In Hot Pursuit. And man, I remember those shows we did with you guys and uh, you had such a great following. And I know you've kept up your career. And of course, Liz is doing her things. And uh, tell us about some of the things that you've been doing up to working with Karen. Well, first of all, Jim, I tell everybody that story about we were playing at Doug's Body Shop. Yes. Went to Central Detroit room and a woman came up to us after a show and said, Jim wants to see you in the studio tomorrow. And I said, what? <laughs> she wants to see you in the studio tomorrow. We walk, we get up the following morning, 9 a.m., blah, blah, blah. We get into the studio. We walk into the room where you're at. You go, get ready, ladies and gentlemen, for one of the top hits of the year. I didn't even know what was going on. I felt like Elvis in the 50s when he walked in and somebody broke the record and you broke our record, which actually opened up our career, my career, and it is an utterly remarkable experience, all because of you. And I tell yeah. people that story all the time. I go, he just heard something, and it wasn't through a chain of people. And he said, I'm going to back that, and boom. So I want to thank you for that, because that I, I always wanted to tell you that directly. And I wanted to tell you that on the air. So I'm glad I got to uh-huh. say that. Thank you. I appreciate oh, that. Wow. Yeah. Really and, and so in, in the keeping with that, I've, I've been writing and producing continuously ever since then. And Karen and I hooked up literally, I don't know, Karen, how long ago? A while ago. Maybe more. And we started to we started to do this Christmas stuff. And I've been doing a bunch of my I have four solo albums out and all that stuff. But anyway, we started to develop this Christmas show and one of the things we wanted to do is I said, I want to make a record that people just want to hear. It could be Christmas based, but let's make it something really we feel really good about. So really this, the music we're doing in this show has sort of evolved over the last decade. And the latest song is Motor City Christmas, which I wrote last year that echoes Woodward Avenue, but actually incorporates the story of Karen within her relationship with Detroit. Yes. Yes. It's really a a great song and it's right up there with uh, Woodward Avenue, I think. Yeah, yeah Michael, I, I, he really delivered. I'm, he really delivered. It's got the horns. It's got this almost Laura Nero-esque vibe. Uh, yeah. Or, you know, and so anyway, I'm very excited about that and the music we're doing. We do a version of Drummer Boy that echoes the who, you know, it's got some of the like this rhythm stuff. <laughs> so I, I can go on and on. But anyway, yeah. So, you know, that's kind of in a nutshell what we're doing. We're excited about the show, about the music. And then we're going to be kind of, we, we've got a new project we're developing that we're going to reveal out in, in the spring. Okay. That'll be great. And of course, I think you two guys, you know, staying teamed up could accomplish anything. And I, I'm convinced uh, there's still a lot of great uh, music in the Motor City that, you know, the radio world has changed. You can't break a hit record like you used to, but but people still right. come and still love the shows that happen at places like the Roxy and Andiamo and those kind of places. And you guys have been true to that for so long, and we just love supporting it. So once again, the, the big show is tonight at the Roxy in Rochester. 
Uh, yes. Karen and Michael will be there. It's a big Christmas show. You'll love it. There's uh, some really nice uh, classic Christmas feeling going on, especially uh, a religious side to that, which I appreciate very much because a lot of people don't like to do that anymore. And it's yeah, a- we do. We do loud and proud reason for the season, Jim. You know, we, we don't shy away from it. You know, we've got a we've got a second show too, Andiamo um, Celebrity Showroom, which is where it all started for me doing the live Christmas shows. That's December 17th, so that's on a Sunday. So if you can't make tonight at the Roxy, you can definitely come on out to Andiamo and Warren and make that show on the 17th. And then we've Great. got a, a live, uh, we've got a Christmas special as well on Christmas Eve. That'll that'll show on WDIV uh, Christmas Eve, 7 p.m. So there's lots going on, tons, tons, tons. Um, and working with Children's Miracle Network this year, which uh, has been absolutely beautiful for me to get involved in. I absolutely love these people, the families, the kids uh, that are benefiting from uh, all of our donations to Southeast Michigan uh, through Beaumont Children, Beaumont Children's Hospital. So it's it's just been a busy but a really glorious season already, you know? Well, so. we love you both and, and uh, continued success. And Karen, as we say goodbye here, because we got to go to break, I'm going to set you up I'm with a musical cue and then all, all you have to do is sing the next line. Oh, no. Okay, go ahead. It'll be the the perfect wrap-up. Okay. Looking out for Santa like I used to do. (laughs) It's Christmas Eve on Woodward Avenue. Oh, Oh, love it. (laughs) You're in the band. You're in the band. He's in the band. Yeah, baby. Thank you so much, and uh, we'll wish you all the best. Thanks for having me. Thank you, guys. You're welcome, Michael. We'll talk to you later. We'll take a break and come right back here on the Great Michigan Weekend on News Talk 760 WJR. Welcome back, everybody. Happy Saturday. If you're looking for things to do to get into the holiday spirit, it's Messiah at the Heartland Music Hall. We've got, uh, let's see, the Dearborn Holiday Choral Festival at the Michael Guido Theater. Can't mention that. And uh, let's see what else is here. The Muppet Christmas Carol at Temple Theater (laughs) in Saginaw. And uh, this has nothing to do with Christmas, but it sounds like a great show. Queen from Mercury with Love. Oh, nice. At the Longway Planetarium in Flint. Cool. Also, uh, yeah, that sounds great. Beauty and the Beast at the Civic Theater in Grand Rapids. And Nutcracker Magical Christmas Ballet, that's at the Fox Theater. And the Muppet Christmas Carol, as you mentioned, and the Music Duo Fox and Branch Orchestra Hall, that's this morning. So if you're going to go there, get on it. Well, Jim, um, of course, we all remember Jessica Starr. She was a beloved member of the Fox 2 News team for for a very long time. Um, Nearly five years ago, as you probably know, Jessica took her own life after complications from laser eye surgery. Um, Jessica, of course, was a meteorologist. She was a mom. She was a wife. She was just an absolute ray of light during her time at Fox 2. I knew her. She was my buddy. Everybody loved her. So, of course, her death was a deep shock for all of us. But since her death, Jess's family has, has really worked tireless, tire, tirelessly to uh, honor her memory. And joining us now is Jessica's mom, Carol Starr, to tell us about um, how they're coping with their grief and what they're doing. Good morning, Carol. Good morning. How are you beautiful people this morning? 
<laughs> doing well. It's so great to hear your voice and, and thanks for being with us. You know, Carol, you. you have done a remarkable job of, of helping everyone to remember what, what a really honestly beautiful soul Jess was. Mm-hmm. We have, and we've wanted to keep her memory going and we wanted um, a lasting place for her. And um, I, I was kind of generating some ideas. People were coming at, you know, saying maybe we could do a golf outing or maybe we could do, you know, a race. But I wanted something with more permanence. And during COVID, it was right after that that COVID hit and we were all quarantined. We were all inside. And I would go for a, a walk or a bike ride just to be outside. And we could be outside at that point. And I would go up to um, Scarlet's playground. And if you remember, um, Stephen Clark, that's his granddaughter from WXYZ. They built this mm. beautiful park or a barrier-free park for all children. And I'd go up there and everybody was happy and laughing. And even though we, they were wearing masks, <laughs> they were outside. Mm -hmm. They were having fun. And this idea sparked, I thought, you know, let's do a park for Jess. Let's do, and she loved water. Jess was a, a beach bunny. You know, she loved the beach. She loved the sun. And so I thought, let's do a splash park. Let's do a water park. So I started researching splash parks during COVID, called a couple of municipalities in the Detroit area. West Bloomfield has a beautiful uh, splash park, a couple other ones. And I, I asked, who did you use for your equipment? Who were your you know, sponsors and things? And and I started there, and I, I worked with a company out of Montreal called Vortex, and at the, the rep happens to be in America for part of um, Midwest, right here in um, Williamston, Michigan, right by Lansing. So it was Angie, and she came over, and we worked out um, a beautiful plan. Just with children were able to visit. I took them to a couple splash parks first. And they were actually drawing what they wanted to see at their mother's splash park. So they had a part in this. And the company's been wonderful to work with. And we approached the city of Novi and Mayor Gatt and Jeff Muck, who are the uh, Mayor Gatt, was all on board for it. And they had a spot for us. And Jeff Muck is the parks director. And um, we proposed it to the city council. And they they agreed. So... Uh, we wanted to, you know, design it and put naming rights on it and have a lasting memorial for Jess. And they've been just wonderful to work. That's awesome. Tell us about the theme. What did the kids decide? Because their mom was a meteorologist. How, how did they, uh, how'd they, how'd they fare in that? Well, we, we, because of, you know, the fact that she was a weather person and meteorologist, they designed it with umbrellas and rainbows and, uh, Riley, Jessica's daughter, wanted a splashing frog that she saw at one of the other. It's like a sporting frog. So they saw some of the themes from the other splash parks that they incorporated in, but it is going to have a weather theme with clouds and sunshine, and, and a, the dump bucket has a big sunshine and a rainbow on it. Of course. So, any, yeah, but, any stars on there? <laughs> um, I do believe there are a few stars in the water splashes, yes, that mm -hmm. there are. Well, tell us about your fundraising effort, and, and I know you've really done well in the last couple of years, but um, tell us how far you've come and, and about your goal, your end goal. Yeah, thank you. We, um, we proposed this to the city of Novi that we would, um, our goal would be 400000 and uh, we started in October of 2021, 
And to date, it's just been about a little over two years. We're we're about at three hundred and twenty-five thousand, so we're about seventy-five thousand short of our goal. We are still fundraising. We do have a website or a um, Facebook page and a website for the um, Novi Parks Foundation. It's a five hundred three C, which is a tax deductible uh, donation site, and you mm-hmm. specify that it go to Jessica Splash Park. And um, they also have a Facebook page, so they can go on that and see our progress. And uh, so, yeah, we've raised, we've had uh, Top Golf, we've had a fundraiser out there. We did a pour on the shore. I think I saw you out there this summer mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. the um, Lake Shore Park, and yep. a lot of uh, great donors like Suburban Showplace, Varsity, you know, Lincoln. There's been, you know, Imagine Theater. There's been wonderful people that have come through on the corporate level, as well as the individuals. I think five and $10 donations add up too. And we've just been so blessed to have the support. Signorama and Wixom, they've donated all of our signage. So yeah, it's been great. It's been really so great. Carol, give us, give us the website um, that where, where listeners can donate. And then uh, you had some specifics. You have to specifically say it's for Jessica Splash Park, correct? Right, yeah. It, if you go to, if you just Google the Novi Parks Foundation, mm-hmm. and it's noviparksfoundation.org. And mm-hmm. if you go into that website, and then you'll scroll down, you'll see several of the parks listed, but then Jessica's is there with the, you know, donation amount. Right, to make sure your donation goes there. Right. Directly to that. Okay. All right, Carol. Well, you and your family, you're you're doing an amazing, wonderful job keeping Jess's spirit alive. And we so appreciate it. And um, thank you so much for being with us this morning. It's great to talk to you. Great talking to you too. Thank you so much. Merry Christmas and happy new year. You too, Carol. Merry Christmas. All right. Merry Christmas. Thank you. That's a wonderful project. Yeah. Oh boy. That's really great. Yeah. Oh, such Very a tragedy. Tough. Oh, it was oh no, just around the world. Everybody was touched. Yeah. Just, it, uh, yeah. But her family's doing really well. Her kids are great. And this is the way they are, you know, remembering her. And it's everybody will be able to enjoy the splash park. So, yeah. And it keeps her memory alive. That's uh, absolutely that's a cool thing. All right. 944. We're going to take a break. We're going to come back. We have trivia and a chance for you to win one more set of tickets to Magic of Lights at Pine Knob. And we'll also run down what we're watching on TV and what's streaming these days when the Mm -hmm. Great Michigan Weekend continues here on News Talk 760 WJR. Welcome back, everybody. In the uh, few short minutes left, uh, we're going to do some trivia here, give you a chance to win tickets for the Great Magic of Lights show at the Pine Knob Music Theater. And boy, this is a wonderful thing. It's a drive-through kind of deal. And they've got all kinds of LED technology, the latest technology going on there. And digital animations. People are saying this is a really cool show. So if you want to win tickets, be the first person with the right answer to this trivia question. Give us a call. And good luck. Here's your question. In the movie A Christmas Story, what is Ralphie's little brother's name? (laughs) In A Christmas Story, what is Ralphie's little brother's name? Give us a call if you think you know. 1-800-859-0957. That's 1-800-859-0WJR. And I'm thinking, I'm sure you are too, when uh, when, when Ralphie's brother... um, (laughs) 
fell down because he had he had <laughs> a snowsuit on and like three yeah. scarves and a hood and a mittens <laughs> and they were running away from the bully and he fell down and he, he couldn't get up <laughs> couldn't get up <laughs> like a marshmallow yeah and uh. Uh, ralphie says uh my brother's only defense was to lay there like a slug <laughs> <laughs> love that movie oh it's a great oh, one man. all right uh, what are you watching on tv these days well, I don't know if we talked about this last week, but I did watch The Crown, the first installment oh, of the did, last season. We did not watch, uh, talk about it. But you guys watched it too, right? Or no? Yep. What'd you think? We loved it. We thought it made up for the previous season, which we thought was kind of weak. That was um, exactly what I was going to say. Yeah. We watched, uh, we did something we normally don't do. We did binge because what was there, four? Yes. We, yep. Yeah. We just, there were four. We, right through them and we thought it was really really well done i thought so, so too yes it was three or four left i guess that they're coming yeah back and i'm not sure when they released those maybe uh january but i can't remember but yeah i thought it was really well done and i was uh i thought that the actress who played diana was just creepy good i mean yeah. it was she was so good it was just like it was watching diana herself it really was i thought the uh the acting all the way around was much better and the storyline was good and they, they kind of made it a nice wrap up for everybody. So there wasn't a villain, right. right. you know, any, any animosity going back and forth. It was, right. it was, it was nice. Right. Uh, and uh, I'm, I'm actually really excited about this. The uh, I just heard there's a new mash special coming up. Really? Uh, yeah. The, uh, you know, of course the iconic, show mash that uh that changed television <laughs> uh the surviving cast members um are going to be in this special it's going to be on fox and i think it's january 1st i think it's hmm. on new year's day and um never before seen footage never before seen interviews with whoever's um you know still around and you know that that finale was still the highest rated um program in tv history really i don't know about now but that's what they say the high uh, highest rated finale it was huge. TV history. It was God, that show was so moving for so many years. It was. It was really great, and it launched mm -hmm. uh, so many careers. Uh, mm -hmm. We're watching a show that I don't know if you've ever seen, but I think we think you would love this. It's called Slow Horses. It's on Apple oh, TV. It's yeah. Chris, Kristen Scott Thomas, but the big star is Gary Oldman, and mm -hmm. it's one of those British shows about British spies and the spy world. And the slow horses are like the rejects, the the agents who mess up and get demoted. They end oh. up in just one office, which nobody respects, and they, and they think they're all losers, and they call them slow horses. Uh, Got it. It's really, really I've good. Seen, I've seen that, and I haven't even looked into it, so I will. You'd like it. Uh, Napoleon is still out there. We have not pulled the trigger on watching Napoleon just can't decide if we'd like it or not. It's had mixed reviews. This is the what one was with it again? Phoenix. Napoleon. Oh yeah. Yeah. You haven't watched that one? No. No. Which which uh platform is that on? It is on Apple TV Plus, oh, okay. I guess. Gotcha. Uh gotcha. I was in the theaters for a while. Let's see. Um this one's getting a lot of talk because the Taylor Swift success is gonna you're gonna see a million of those kind of movies renaissance which is a film by beyonce 
mm-hmm. is out. People are going nuts over that. I think all the big stars are going to be doing concert movies because it's a slam dunk and you make it's a fortune. Total slam dunk, yep. And, and you yeah. don't have to do anything. <laughs> you don't have to do anything. Right, right. it's already there. It's, it's yeah, already in the can. Uh, you've probably seen this. If you have uh, Amazon, you've probably seen this pop up at the top You know when they show you what the choices are. For the last week, they've been trying to plug this a lot. Candy Cane Lane with Eddie Murphy. Brand new. Oh, Eddie I did Murphy hear thing. about it. Yeah. 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 It's a Christmas thing. It looks it looks good. In fact, uh, Lynn looked into the plot here, and it's about a guy who makes a pack with an elf <laughs> to help him win a holiday decorating contest. And uh, it's got all kinds of, you know, jingle all the way, home alone kind of stuff going on. That sounds good. Okay. Uh, and then there's a there's a new pick coming out uh, next week, December fifteenth. This I think is going to be huge, and it looks really powerful. Bradley Cooper, I know you like Bradley. Mm-hmm. He is playing Leonard Bernstein in a biopic, and it looks fabulous. I saw the um, like the first trailer when they first were promoting it, and that was a long time ago. Yeah, but yeah, it does look like it could be you know, like an Oscar worthy movie. Yeah. And that's on the 15th. So mm-hmm. something to look forward to. And that pretty much wraps it up for us. What are you doing today? Anything big? I have a memorial to go to, <laughs> which is going to be a celebration of life. So it won't, Good. it won't be sad. And uh, my kids are going to be there. So oh, I'll get okay. to see them. Yeah. All right. That'll be nice. Mm-hmm. How All about right. you? Uh, not much going on here. Doing a little uh, last minute decorating around the house. There's some stuff I, I have to clean up and kind of organize. <laughs> got a giant extension cord off the front lawn, and there's a big pile of wires everywhere. I got to fix that. <laughs> it's embarrassing my wife. Okay, uh, Clark. Yeah, I am Clark Griswold. And if, if you're going out today, don't forget to tip. You know, I know everybody's, yeah. you know, inflation's been terrible. We don't have as much money, but those those people that work for tips, they still need your help. Even if it's not as much, make sure mm-hmm. you tip this weekend if you're out there. We're out of here. We'll see you guys next week. Happy trails.